Hey, we want to welcome you back to the Enduring Churches podcast. Uh, Trent and I, we, we have been to Nashville. We got to record an episode together. Um, we've had another episode we recorded before that has come out. And now we are back and we have been on a voice pause, um, waiting for Trent's voice to get healthy enough to record again. And so uh, you, you, you're you a little Peter Brady when it's time to change uh, right now, but Go ahead, Trent. Say hi to everyone. Hey, everyone. Yeah, my voice, it may cut out and I may sound like I'm going through puberty again. So it'll it'll just be fun. <laughs> so, uh, so, Trent, today is kind of an important podcast uh, because there is a lot going on, not only in your life, but in our lives regarding um, transitions. And so let's... Uh, Let's kind of talk, jump into that today, because I think these are, are not something that we only face, but something that other people face as well. So why don't you tell uh, folks a little bit about what's going on in your life? Sure. Um, and, and Alan and I are both kind of in this same boat. We've had to share with our churches that we are um, making a transition. And I know that some of you listening have been through this as well. Uh, but um, we will be moving in two weeks uh, to Missouri, and I will be the director of missions for the Gasconade Valley Baptist Association. And I'm really looking forward to that. I'm excited about the opportunity. And uh, so not only are we selling a house and everything that we can sell, to, <laughs> but my wife also has uh, resigned from her job as a counselor and it's just all kinds of craziness, Alan. And so, uh, plus we've got my daughter's wedding in between. There oh, in yeah, Phoenix. by the way, <laughs> we're adding another family member. Yeah, yeah, it's craziness. Uh, it's yeah. stressful, but, and we're going to talk about that, some of the things we're learning. Um, and so my, I guess my first thought, Alan, is when somebody thinks of transition, I just want to yell, don't, don't. <laughs> But um, I'm excited about this opportunity. So tell them about what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you and I both have had this growing heart to, to work with pastors and help pastors and churches. And, of course, that's our heart. And, and in this transition, none of that changes, right? I mean, this is, this is who we are. This is what we feel called to do. And um, you, have, um, you have accepted a call to a Baptist association. And I likewise have accepted a call to a Baptist association. Mine is Dogwood Trails Baptist Association, um, which is in East Texas, and it covers three counties. And um, we're really excited. We'll be uh, starting that ministry uh, this August, and we're super excited. But also, uh, this past Sunday, I shared with my church um, that we would be leaving. I had a track banquet on Tuesday, which finished my track and cross-country coaching career. And uh, we are selling a house, buying buying a house, and um, and dealing with a dog that wants to eat the house all the time. So <laughs> trying to keep him from doing that before the house finally closes. So uh, uh, yeah, it's always it's always a time of transition um, in our lives, and really we make a lot of transitions. Sometimes you can be in the same role and you can still transition. You can transition to a different role. Um, you can actually have a time of transition from one season of life to the next season of life. We, you and I, a few years ago, both became empty nesters, and that was certainly a time of transition as well. 
and right. uh, and and so I think that really trend if we want to talk about transitions and what's so important is the first thing is they are just a reality, aren't they? Oh yeah, I mean you mentioned a few opportunities for transition, and I was thinking too that anytime if you're on staff at a church, anytime that you have a leadership change in any ministry, that's a time of transition, and you have to learn to work with different people just like Alan and I are going to have to learn to work with different people. Um, there's lots of opportunities and um, they can be a positive thing. I, I think that those realities, the reality of transitioning um, gives us the opportunity to do some, some looking at ourselves and to, um, and see some opportunities for growth in each one of those. All right. You know, uh, we, we still know the statistic that the average pastor stays in a church about four, four and a half years, um, in some cases, five or six. But, you know, it's not it's not um, as long as it probably should be, which means there's always seem, seeming to be a time of transition um, for pastors and, and ministry leaders. And we go through those those times and those seasons and we see people um, transition out of ministry into retirement or into um, other other types of work or, or whatever they're doing. And so transitions are just a natural part of life to to go into something like like when I first started out in ministry, I assumed that my first church would be my last church. Mm. I don't know why I assumed that, but that was just yeah. the assumption. I never thought about why would I ever go anywhere else? And then a few years later, I'm going somewhere else. And then, and then we, we've made a transition to Colorado to be church planters and kind of changed everything um, in, our, in our lives. That was a huge transition. It was a huge transition to move to Elizabeth and then to uh, start coaching. You know, everything in life really turns out to be a transition. And, and you have to be ready for those kinds of changes in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, it's interesting that we're talking about transitioning when really the, the crux of our podcast has been tools to help you to stay in the ministry that you're in. It's, we call it the Enduring Churches podcast, right? Um, and, and, and thing that we talked about probably a year ago or more is that you don't really become someone's pastor at, your, at the church you're in until you've been with them four to six years and really until you've been through them through a crisis, been with them through a crisis. And so, you know, kind of keep that in mind, but that doesn't mean that, I mean, we, we just recognize that transition is a reality in all of our lives. And if we're going to say yes to God, we, that means that we're going to say yes, whatever he does and whatever, however he calls. That's right. And because sometimes transitions, and this is kind of the second thing, sometimes transitions are necessary, aren't they? There's, there are things that we need to go through, things that we have to go through. And, you know, I think you and I both, would both say that this is a calling in our lives um, uh, to kind of step into a different role in ministry. And, you know, I think God had been working in each of our lives to get us to this point of preparation and obedience. And then it's kind of cool how God worked almost simultaneously in our lives to bring us each to each um, to um, to our places. I mean, you were in a, you were in Nashville um, when you got your, your call to, to welcome you um, in your role. Yeah. And uh, you know, and similarly you were kind of in a similar situation with some folks who were, talking with me at the time and so um 
it, it's kind of cool to see how God has worked in that. But we both knew um, that this was a call to answer God's call is a necessity in our lives. And there are just times you know you know that you know, and it becomes the, time, the right time to do that. Yeah, again, if you're going to be willing to say yes to God, you don't have control over how that's going to happen. I've also talked with some people that were missionaries overseas, and uh, they were very frustrated when one of the, their family members got very ill, and they were forced to come back. And so that was a, ne a necessary transition that they weren't expecting. Um, and so we had to talk through some of that, you know, the frustration and dealing with all that. Um, there's all kinds of different necessities that, that will lead you to a change. Uh, and sometimes, honestly, Alan, we have, uh, we've talked with pastors that um, whether it's something they did or something that the church wanted them to leave, that was a change and transition that was necessary, um, not always pleasant, uh, but they sometimes are necessary for the health of a church or for the health of a pastor and their family. Yeah, and some of those necessities, like you you mentioned, are are not internal. Sometimes they're external. Um, you know, fin financial situations. Some churches can't afford their staff anymore. Um, you run into health issues, like you mentioned with the missionary. Um, folks, some, sometimes you you also recognize that it's just time to pa pass the lead role on to someone else and and to take on a more uh, secondary type role. Uh, but but all those things become uh, necessary uh, at at some point in time. And so don't don't feel bad when it's time to transition. Just know that it's going to happen at some point in time, and have some plans in place. And you know if if you're a uh, you know all of us pastors really should be thinking about how would the how would our church go about um, filling our role were we to not be there any longer? And how can we help them through that process? Yeah, I agree, Alan. Um, and I wish that I would have been more um, proactive on that topic. I have been able to talk, and, and God has allowed me over the last couple of years to set up a, a transition team that's that's different, and, and it kind of runs a lot of the um, decisions in our church and so I've been recently, after I made my um, announcement about resigning, I was been able to meet with them again and just talk through the steps, you know, and I and I will be able to continue to have that conversation with them in the days to come too. Yeah, so they're reality, they're necessary. Um, they're also emotional, aren't they, Trent? Yeah, yeah. So, Alan, you've been at your church for um, – 14 years now, and I've been at my church for 13 years. And over that course of time, you just, there's a lot of things that you just kind of get used to. And, and when you make the statement that you're leaving, it becomes emotional for a lot of people. And it's emotional. I know Alan and Rochelle and Dana and I were all together. We we're renting a house together in, in Nashville for the Southern Baptist Convention. And uh, so we were just like going through the highs and lows, the roller coaster of emotions as we we're talking to each of our um, associations that we're moving to and thinking about selling houses. And it's, it's an emotional roller coaster. Yes, it is. And I'd like to say I handle all those emotions perfectly well. 
but when you're emotional, sometimes, sometimes you're really doing well, and then sometimes you're not doing so well, and it's the right. it's the little things that probably it's, it's we know sadness is a part of it. You know, you're gonna miss some people, and people are gonna miss you, and those things are okay. It's the it's the little it's the little things, you know, uh, that probably um, I normally wouldn't think about that I find myself thinking about all the time right now, and so but that's because the emotions are 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 highly charged you know they're like just little particles kind of shooting around and every now and then one of them escapes and you you kind of want to get it back but you know this week was it was challenging it was hard we did something neat that i think really helped with the emotional declaration of what was going on um one of our board leaders came and we actually told the church in kind of an interview format uh, of what we were doing and uh, because we were doing that it helped me and kind of hold things together because I was looking more at the interviewer and less at the faces of the people in the church. And I know you did it. You you did it the more traditional way. Um, you had to look at everyone, and and I was really glad we did it differently after I watched you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had to write everything out that I was going to say during that time because I I knew that I needed to look down and look at what I was. I'd written out instead of looking at the faces of everybody in my congregation because I love them. And I, and you and I both, Alan, we're people pleasers, right? And we don't want anybody to be upset with us, but still you have to make those statements. So it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you know, like, like someone told my daughter, my daughter has an anxiety disorder. And when we were doing some, some therapy with her, you know, her counselor would always remind her, just let your feelings feel. And uh, I think that's great advice when you're making transition. You know, give yourself permission to have your feelings. Give yourself permission to hurt. Um, give yourself uh, permission permission to cry. You know, I did pretty good on Sunday, but by Tuesday night when we had a track banquet, I was a marshmallow, you know, and I was, yeah. I was, I was looking for an outlet by that point in time. And, when my senior got up to talk, talk about me, uh, mm -hmm. uh, we both lost it. And it, you know, I don't know that it was so much, it was that I have a good relationship with all those kids, but there was a lot held over too from Sunday. So I woke right. up Wednesday with, with kind of a, a headache from all the emotion that came out on, on Tuesday and that's okay. Yeah, right. It is okay. Just to, to feel that, um, you know, I've been doing that same thing, getting ready for my daughter's wedding. And they sent, um, she and her fiance sent us their vows. They're writing their own vows. And so yesterday, Dana and I were driving and she was reading me these vows. And I'm just like trying not to bawl like a baby as I just even not even at the wedding yet. But it, it's kind of because we've been in this emotionally charged situation and all that kind of piles up. And then you throw a cold into that, and it's it really whacks it out. Yes, it does. We had a good conversation the other day. I got to say all the words because you couldn't say any. So, That's exactly right. yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> but yeah, so emotion is a big part of transition. Don't don't ignore them. You need to deal with them and and let just recognize you're going to be emotional. And I'm, I'm grateful that my wife kind of lets most of my emotions roll off her back too. Because I kind of might might get all over the place. So, it, tied to emotion, Trent is probably stress. So there's there's a 
a day or two in this transition process where it's felt a little stressful. Oh yeah. And, and this would not be the appropriate time for you or I to take any stress test, um, heart stress test, even, I don't know, but, um, yeah, Alan's been dealing with several things like talking about making the statement before his church. That's stressful. Trying to sell his house and get everything ready to sell his house. That was stressful. Now doing the closing process, that's stressful. And then looking for another house, that's very stressful. And trying to make all that paperwork work, you know, it's crazy. Especially in this market time. Oh, man. It's nuts. And, you know, I really believe that God has blessed us, allowing us both to uh, be able to sell our homes in this time because it's, it is a good market to sell a house. Um, but all that is stress. It just piles up, piles up, piles up. And so you've got to, um, you know, if you're listening to this and you're a pastor and you go through a transition time, make sure that you and your your wife have time to just de-stress by just talking, saying, hey, how you doing? You know, go out to dinner. Don't Don't answer any calls. Don't say hi to anybody. Just go be by yourselves and talk through it. And I would say, you know, another good piece of advice is don't have a year and a half old Doberman Pinscher when you're making big transitions. Um, <laughs> yeah. That certainly seems to add add to the stress. Because he feels the stress, you know. Uh, so it's amazing how other people around you, though, kind of tap into the stress that you're feeling. And, you yeah. know, I know um, our church has been great, trying to eliminate as much of the stress off our transition as they can. Um, and, and I'm so appreciative of that, but you can't, you can't eliminate all of it. And so recognize in this time frame that you're going to have additional stresses um, put on you. You know, you're trying to move, but you're also trying to, to do a wedding. And you'd say, well, that's not something I'd always do. But anytime you make a transition, there's other stuff, it, it, whether, right. whether it's family stuff or work stuff or community stuff. There's just always something else. And, and you have to know um, that that's what it is. You know, I accepted the position. I accepted the position um, after, after being voted on and all that. And then I came home and I had three state days, straight days of state track meets where I was gone basically 12 hours a day for the next three days. So I was gone six days that week the entire day every single day had to come back and do my resignation um, before the church that was that was a challenge right i mean but that's not to say whoa whoa is alan i got through it um but it just uh, those little stresses they just they just add up and do as much as you can to to decompress as you said right well and so alan you know, we've, we've been talking through kind of the negative side of this, and, and I guess it's not altogether negative, but keep in mind that it also, it's leading to an opportunity. The, the transition in our life is, is exciting because it's leading to an opportunity that we've been praying about. Um, Alan and I have been praying about this, asking God to show us if this is the right thing to do. Um, and, and, it's amazing how God has put all the pieces together in both of our lives and doing this simultaneously, which is nuts. I never could have guessed that this would happen. No. Love it. I love it. Yeah, it is. I mean, we'd have those conversations, you know, how one of us is going to respond when the other one um, 
yeah. got a position and, 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 and they came, came very close together. And that was really cool. And I think a confirmation too, that God has put these opportunities before us. And I know that your folks are excited for you to, to move to Missouri. I know our, our team was excited to have us coming to Texas and, and we're both excited. We're, we're stoked for, for what's in front of us. Um, it's a it's a new it's a new task it's a challenging task but we are we're ready we're we're excited we're we are as prepared as we can be um, to to step into a new type of role um, right. but but we have a lot to learn and there's a learning curve in front of us but that's that's one of the things that that we enjoy about the opportunity. Well, I think that one of the most exciting things that Alan and I have talked about is that. This gives us the opportunity to minister to pastors and their staff and their wives um, really in a new um, focused way. And so not only is there a lot to learn about that, but God's already given us the heart to do it. So this is it's ex an exciting opportunity to actually do that that we've been praying about doing. Yeah, and it's going to give us more opportunities to talk about things that are, are, are truly relevant to everyone who's listening out there. Probably more opportunities for interviews with people um, who, who want to share some of their thoughts or some of their struggles. And so I'm sure we'll probably have more interviews uh, coming up in the, in the future um, in our podcast. And, you know, it's a it's an opportunity that, that um, means a lot to us. And we're we're excited about what God is doing. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. It really will be an adventure. And so I want to invite you to keep tuning in because we're going to be sharing all this um, adventure of moving and getting to know people with you. And and so um, hopefully we'll have some lessons that we learned the easy way. I only learned the hard way. Uh, but we want to share that stuff with you to help you to be better prepared for the transitions in your life as well. Yeah, we would also like to please uh, ask you to pray for us as we make those. It's We, we know um, that God's people's, um, their prayers are answered and listened to. And so we covet your prayers and are each appreciative that you would take time to pray for Trent and Dana in their move and for Rochelle and I in, in, in our move. Um, these We're both moving away from some kids um, further away from, from some of our kids um, to follow to follow this passion and this heart. And so that's that's a bit of a challenge as well. But we know that God is in this and we are so excited and excited about what what that means for the Enduring Churches podcast going forward. I agree, Alan. I think it's going to enhance what we already are doing and give us some incredible opportunities in the future. And one last thing, Alan, I want to say about transitioning is that I want to encourage you, um, if you're in a place of transition out of a church, invite them to send you as a missionary. Um, Dana and I did that. And I think that was really important because it lets the, the people there know that they still are invested in you and they get to be a part of your impact in the future. So I just would encourage you to think about that. Well, our church is certainly doing that for us as well, and I think that's a great, a great piece of advice because we we do not stop loving, we do not stop being part of the family, even when when we move. And 
that that is a, a su super important element that you want to hold on to do not burn your bridges people <laughs> exactly do not, do not do that and you will you will be grateful for that so trent um people might want to reach out to us the good news is we get to keep these email addresses so how can mm -hmm. they reach out to us yeah so the first way as alan mentioned is you can email us um, Alan, uh, A-L-A-N at EnduringChurches.Consulting or Trent at EnduringChurches.Consulting. And uh, you can also find us on Facebook or at EnduringChurches.com. And we'd love to hear from you. Maybe you have a suggestion, maybe something that makes a move easier or uh, um, meeting new people in a new place, whatever. Uh, send us those comments and new uh, possible topics too. Yes, we definitely want to hear from you. So um, please let us know. Please keep us in your prayers. And most of all, if we've been any help to you at all, uh, pass this on to someone else. And if we can be of assistance to you in your ministry, don't hesitate to reach out to us. So we are grateful you take time to listen to us. And um, when you come back, uh, when we talk about next week, we're going to be talking about ranger danger. Uh -huh. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> anyway. Make sure you tune in.